Welcome to Around the IT Block podcast presented by HPE. I'm your host, the IT Oddfather, Calvin Zito. This is podcast number seven. We've spent the last uh, two podcasts talking about workloads. In podcast number five, we talked about SAP HANA. In number six, we talked about SQL Server. In this podcast, we're going to look at Oracle and mixed workloads. And rejoining me again is Chris Kinsler. Just as a reminder, Chris is a solution product manager in HPE Storage. He's got about 15 years of experience in the space. Chris, let's dive in and talk about Oracle. And let's maybe just start with the kind of high-level overview. What, what What's going on with Oracle and HPE Storage? Yeah, so, you know, the, the story, again, we're talking about three, in my opinion, the top three mission-critical databases in the world, right? So... HANA, SQL, and now Oracle, right? So the, the industry trends are really the same across the three, right? So there's a push to go to the cloud and Oracle is pushing a lot of their customers to the Oracle cloud. Um, and then of course, based on that, it opens up opportunity for hyperscalers. But the reality is it's the same trend across all three. People really want to keep that data on-prem, right? Because it's, it's mission critical. Um, and just like Mike said, there's really no customers that I've talked to that want their mission critical data to get further away, right? So um, that's kind of the major trend there. Um, and so for the storage division, you know, um, in HPE, we're always trying to make better products in the mission critical space to make sure that we drive good business outcomes for customers, right? So. Uh, what a bit, what a good business outcome means for a customer is 100% uptime, like HPE, Electra 9000, or the Primera have. And then, of course, the Nimble and or the Electra 6000, six nines of measured uptime. So we're going to always drive towards those, but you also have to have good performance so that they can get the data from their databases they need. In podcast number seven and eight, when we talked about SAP HANA and SQL Server, we had some testing that we had done with the new Electra platform. Let's talk about what you've done with Oracle and uh, HPE Electra. Yeah, so what we did um, right when I heard about the new Electra 9000 coming out, I kind of characterized three things that I wanted our solutions, Oracle solutions engineering team to test, right? So the first one is your standard OLTP, which is, you know, testing your standard high IOPS in an Oracle environment. The second thing I wanted to have tested was a data warehouse environment, which tests bandwidth. And then the third thing that I wanted tested, which is kind of a, above and beyond, and, and luckily my team reached up and did it, was uh, a, an actual mixed workload environment or where, where we throw multiple workloads at one box um, to kind of see what happens and if latency skyrockets or if the box can actually consolidate like the market's been asking for for a while. So um, we did test the Electra 9000 with all three of these different styles of tests. So one of the things Oracle has been known for forever obviously is OLTP. So what have you got in terms of information you can share about testing we've done with Oracle OLTP and the new HPE Electra 9000? Yeah, so kind of the standard Oracle test tool, I would say, even though it's not necessarily a standard, is the slob tool. 
which stands for Silly Little Oracle Benchmark Tool, which really is an IO characterization tool for Oracle. So it's an 80-20 read-write. Um, and we ran this tool on the new Electra 9000. And then to compare it, we also ran the exact same slob workload on a current uh, industry-leading tier one storage array. And the numbers are unbelievable, quite frankly, right? So we ended up getting 105% higher IOPS with the Electra 9000 compared to the current array, um, or 2x better, and then 29% lower service times, which again, we're talking real data here that, that customers can mine and create good business outcomes from. So 2x faster in IOPS is unbelievable. That is a pretty awesome and amazing result. Uh, kind of hard to believe. Uh... It, uh, the, the slob tested that that's what I'm still distracted by though. I did not realize they <laughs> called their testing characterization, a slob IO test. Let's talk about data warehousing. Cause that's obviously another workload, another important Oracle, uh, database. What about data warehousing type of testing do we have that you can, can, uh, can talk about? Yeah. So even first, before I say that, it's interesting. And the reason why I really wanted to run these two tests on the Electra 9000 is because in general, you know, uh, storage arrays in the market are either good at OLTP or massive bandwidth. So it's pretty rare to find a box that's good at both. So I kind of wanted to see what the Electra 9000 can do. So what we did is we used the TPROC H tool, which tests bandwidth, uh, which is really testing data queries and, and how long it takes uh, for a query to complete. And Again, we did the Electra 9000 and took this exact same TPROC H test, and then we ran it on the same array, the, the current you know, leading of industry tier one storage array. And the Electra 9000 is 155% faster on, on large block transfer rates, which again is these, these numbers we're talking about. That's why I was so excited to jump on this podcast. I mean, it's, it is, an unbelievable increase, 155% large block data transfer increase over a current leading industry array. Again, those are really, really great, impressive results. And my expectations have been met, but exceeded too. So that's great <laughs> to know. So tell me, uh, you know, the other thing that Oracle customers have are mixed workloads. So what, what kind of information do you have about any kind of mixed workload testing you've done? I, I've been, and again, like I mentioned in the intro, I've been in the storage market for quite some time now. And every company I've been at says that their box is the best at running mixed workloads. And quite frankly, I've never really seen it tested. So when I set this out and I set the bar high for our team to test the mixed workload, I really did want to see uh, a mixed workload run on the Electra 9000. So what we did is we took an Oracle database and ramped it up to 450,000 IOPS. And then we took a MongoDB database and did a big uh, table load. And then additionally, with those two things going on at once, we layered in a very complex synthetic workload on top of it. So it, it's kind of emulating three things being thrown at the box at once. So 
uh, on the Electra 9000 while running all three of these at 450,000 IOPS, uh, actually 440,000 IOPS, the Electra 9000 was still at 0.522 milliseconds of latency, which again is made my mind be kind of blew my mind. But then I thought, okay, what's that really mean? <laughs> so we had to go back and broker within uh, HPE and, and get the other tier one box that we had been testing for the previous two tests back. So we already handed it back to the rightful owners. And we took that exact uh, workload again, uh, 440,000 IOPS uh, and layered a MongoDB table load and then did the mixed synthetic workload. And it was at 0.47 milliseconds before just with the Oracle workload. And by the end of this, it went to 3.79 milliseconds. So we're talking the Electra 9000 compared to a current leading array in the market is has seven times lower latencies for Oracle in a mixed workload environment. So what's that really mean for customers, right? I mean, Calvin, I know you and I have been hearing for years about how customers want to consolidate and they have to consolidate. Well, this is their opportunity, right? They can truly buy one tier zero storage box and put whatever workload they want on it and not affect their mission critical data. So this story to me is actually kind of cooler than the first two tests because it's it's really a, a next gen application plus a mission critical application, which is what a lot of customers are doing, right? And it truly proves that the Electra 9000 can do it with these, right? So um, to me, this is really a good customer benefit where they can start to consolidate on one box with confidence. Okay, Chris, we've talked about these workloads in podcast seven and eight. And one of the questions I've asked you guys each time is to talk about what you're doing with GreenLake. So what's the story with HPE GreenLake and Oracle workloads? All of our customers know that Point Next has been experts in all these applications for ah, many years, right? So they have a lot of Oracle expertise and um, you can certainly deploy Oracle as a service through GreenLake. In the future, we plan on doing some sort of, you know, t-shirt sizing, hopefully, for GreenLake and, and Oracle as a service where you can kind of do a small, medium, large environment and get, you know, again, hit to hit all the industry trends where, where customers want it on-prem, they want to pay for what they're using, et cetera. So we'll, we'll be hitting that market shortly. So for customers that are looking to implement this and maybe don't completely know what their workload long-term might look like, they could start with a small size, for example, and as they start to see they need to change sizes, it's pretty easy to ask for more and increase what you need through GreenLake. That's exactly right. Not, not only for Oracle, right? So kind of like that mixed workload discussion I just had, so many customers are, are starting to dabble in next-gen applications, right? So the MongoDB style workloads of the world. And then they could just, if they want to add MongoDB, just scale up by paying more, right? Pretty easy. So Chris, let's wrap up this last podcast about application workloads. We've given similar URLs. I'm going to assume where people can get more information is going to be hpe.com slash storage slash Oracle. That's exactly right. Well, Chris, between podcast number five, when we talked about SAP HANA and this podcast, 
we've gotten a lot of information out of you. So really appreciate you spending the time with me. Yeah, thanks for your time today, Calvin. With this now being an official HPE podcast, you will no longer be able to find new episodes on TalkShoe. You can find the podcast on Spotify Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Amazon Music and Audible, Podcast Attic. Hopefully you'll find it soon on iTunes. And if you really struggle to find it, go to feeds.transistor.fm slash around-the-it-block. Love hearing from you on Twitter, where you can find me as Calvin Zito. You can find our blogs at community.hpe.com. Until next time, thanks for joining me.